This is HPR episode 1767 entitled, An Interview with Ed Cable of the Mythos Initiative, and is part of the series, Interviews. It is hosted by David Whitman, and is about 12 minutes long. The summary is, David Whitman interviewed Ed Cable of the Mythos Initiative at Linux Fest Northwest on April 25, 2015. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. David Whitman. I'm at Linux Fest Northwest, and I'm talking to... My name is uh, Ed Cable, and I'm with the MIFOS Initiative. So is MIFOS a acronym for something? Originally, it was an acronym standing for microfinance open source, but now, you know, we're focusing on financial inclusion in general, so MIFOS itself is the name, and it's no longer an acronym. Well, I want to say something. Ed has an interesting mustache, and I asked him when I met him if he knew Jezra. So he said he did not, so he'll probably look Jezra up to find out. Yeah, I'll be doing that this evening. Okay. And then, so where do you live, Ed? Well, I live in Crescent City, but our lead developers on the project, they're based in Seattle and Germany. Okay. And what interests you in the Mephos project, and why are you putting your effort into it? Yeah, so I've been involved in the project since the early days, and we've got a huge mission we're working towards, which is bringing financial services to the more than 2 billion unbaked individuals worldwide. So just knowing that there's such a huge problem that we're trying to overcome and that we're able to use open source technologies and the power of community to achieve that mission, that excites me and motivates me to keep you know, working on the project. Okay, is this your full-time job? Yeah, this is my full-time job. So the MIFOS Initiative, we're a 501c3 nonprofit, and we have a very small core team, and I help to run the nonprofit in the community. And then we have a small team of engineers who develop the core platform, which is essentially and open source core banking systems. So you're more like in administration and not in code development? Is yeah, I'm right? more on the business development, community management, administrative side. And so I'm not too familiar with the code, just enough to understand enough of it to try and talk to developers here at events like this and get them motivated and jazzed up to work on the project. Okay, do you have developers then that are working that aren't paid developers in the project? Yeah, so we're a partner and volunteer-driven organization, so we have a number of local technology partners who create their own businesses providing support for the Mythos platform, and they also contribute features back to the community. And then we work with volunteers around the world who might be individuals or corporate volunteers who contribute to the project in many ways, including code and other features. Where can people find out information about the Mephos project? Yeah, so our website is mephos.org, and you could fork us on GitHub if you look up OpenMF. You can find our code base for the platform, our code base for a community app, as well as our Android applications. Okay, so many people want to know what the license is for an application and for the code 
You know what that is? Yeah, our license is the Mozilla Public License 2.0, and we wanted a license that was you know, sort of middle of the road, which allowed contributions to flow back into the platform, but gave our partners flexibility to do more of their own applications and innovation on top of it. What type of person would use MIFOS? And can you describe a situation where somebody uses it to get finances to better their life? Yeah, so our project originated more as a core you know, banking back office system for a brick and mortar financial institution. So an organization providing small loans and savings accounts to poor women, primarily in developing countries. But since our next evolution to Mifos X, our new platform, we are a true platform with a modular architecture where we have a set of APIs which allows anybody who sees an opportunity to bring financial services to the 2.5 billion unbanked to build their own application solution. It might be a mobile money application, a cryptocurrency application on top of our, our platform. Okay, so you have an Android app. You were just saying, so how would a person find that? Is it in the Google Play Store? Yeah, so we have our Android app, and this is for the loan officers who go out into the field and interact with the clients, and that's in the Google Play Store. And we also have client-facing apps being worked on, but all the code for each of those is located in our GitHub account. So. Okay, and how many countries is Mifos active in right now? So in terms of financial institutions using the platform, we're active in probably just a little more than two dozen countries, and we have a shade over 100 institutions serving two and a half million clients, like all on top of the Mifos software. So, so what are some of the obstacles you face as a project? Yeah, so as a project, you know, we are working in emerging countries where sometimes infrastructure isn't the strongest, so sometimes power and connectivity is a barrier, but also just education around open source and how, you know, it doesn't equate to free, but, you know, it is a highly secure solution, but there are, you know, services and other features you need to pay for to support that. So I'd say education around open source in the cloud as well as, you know, some of the new forms of digital financial inclusion are barriers, you know, beyond just some of the infrastructural issues like connectivity. So people that, I guess I'm going to ask, is the communications with cell phones, that really helps drive this project, is that correct? Yeah, so with feature phones and smartphones as well, like the countries like Kenya and the Philippines have really leapfrogged, you know, the previous technologies like PCs and laptops, and most of the banking services are going directly from the mobile phones. So you've probably heard of mobile money platforms like M-Pesa in Kenya, where, you know, these digital ecosystems are really transforming how financial services can reach the, the underbank so they don't need you know a formal bank account. They can just have a mobile phone and have access to a loan or savings account or insurance. So looking for people you looking for people to help support your project, your nonprofit and what is it that people can do to help further the project? What are the specific things you're looking for that you're aware of? Yeah, so we are a nonprofit. So if you're looking at providing donations, we can bring those into the nonprofit. But on you know the project and product side, we're looking for volunteers in any fields of work. So we're looking for people to work on the Java platform. We're looking for developers to work on our Angular JS community app. We're looking for developers on the Android app. We need folks who can help with testing. We need individuals to work on product management, documentation, translations, marketing, outreach 
you name it, like we're okay. a very small nonprofit and the whole, you know, gamut of work is available for volunteers to, to work on. And we're, you know, working in the fintech space, so it's a pretty interesting place to be and so you can gain skills in this growing movement but also be giving back to a really neat and powerful mission. So. How have you found a reception here at the Linux Fest? Yeah, it's been, it's been great. This is our second year at Linux Fest, and luckily, or I guess maybe not luckily, but most people who've come to our booth, they haven't heard of us before, but they've all been really enthused about the mission and the need to make you know, banking technology and financial services in general much more open and accessible. So I've been excited by how passionate people have been and the you know, number of people who are looking to volunteer and the number of people who, who bought t-shirts and, and liked the design but also wanted to support our mission. So. Yeah, very good. And so is there anything else you'd like to add? I think just, yeah, check out our website, mifos.org. Like, you can hear all about our mission there, like the software we're building. Like We're you know, pretty excited about what we're doing. So we are evolving from the financial inclusion space and we think we're one of the you know, world's most modern like banking architectures out there. So we're really excited for what people can do once they see our platform and the potential it has. So we're looking to help build the bank of the future and want you to be a part of that. Well, thank you. I'm excited that you're here and that you have the project going because I know people in general need a helping hand and sometimes we have resources we can leverage to help them and the Certainly, I think that the microfinance um, line is very good, especially for poor people. So mm -hmm. thank you for being here, and thank you for talking to us on Hacker Public Radio. Yeah, thank you for all your time, David. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.